everyone, and welcome back to Crossroads Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 2002 Britney Spears vehicle Crossroads one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And it's Minute 45, which starts with Lucy and Mimi looking sad at Kit's statement that being fat is just unacceptable to her mother. Mm-hmm. And I have it going through Kit looking sad about Lucy's story. <laughs> yep. A, it's not a happy minute. No, it's not. Also, like, the shot of Kit, it's like a really... Like a weirdly long shot, yeah, of Zoe Saldana just sitting there, yeah, looking <laughs> depressed. Um, so they move on in the questioning of Kit. The interrogation of Kit continues. Uh-huh. Yep. They say the worst thing that ever happened to you, which, by the way, is not anything better than the best thing that ever happened to you. Although possibly maybe easier to answer. I think it would be easier to answer, but it's still not a great right. question. Uh, and Kit says, and I, I think this is a pretty great bit of writing. Yeah. Uh, Kit says, even easier, reaching my goal weight, being prettier than her mama is even worse. Yeah. Which sucks. Yep. Um, and I feel like it's all too common. And I think that that's, it's, yeah. it's a it's a good, interesting bit of character development that I feel like is very valuable that I wish was uh, less clunkily handled, maybe. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like they had the Kit part great yeah but the question to get her there could have been better and i just wish that they were yeah then something weird happens uh-huh they cut <laughs> to them now at first i thought it was just lucy and kit because mimi is like in a chair that is blocked by the chair okay um they're outside down on a on like a veranda or like yeah. a, a like an a courtyard or something. Yeah. Still talking. Mhm. Which is like cool. They've talked all night, they're reconnecting, they're rebonding cool. Yeah. Now bear in mind all night is really only like 3 hours a, because r- couple hours. it was 3 hour 3 o'clock in the morning when they got in. I said, "What is this timeline? Was that combo with Kit at breakfast and now it's almost time to leave or like what's going on?" The lighting makes it look like it's the wee hours. Like okay. 6.37 a.m. Like, it lo- It looks like it's about, like, walking up to the bus stop time. Okay. Okay. For, like, my kids. So okay. I think that they ordered all of the desserts probably at 5 a.m. Yeah. And now it's, like, 6.37. Right. And they've just been up all night. It's weird that they, that they moved... <laughs> that they moved scene. Yeah. Like... I guess I get it. It's light out. Let's go outside. I'm stuck in this stuffy room. Let's go outside or whatever. Yeah. But like, it's it's a weird, like, at least time passed. And it wasn't like they asked Kit what the best thing that ever happened to her was. And they switched to them down on the veranda when she answers. Right. But I guess it's weird because it's like, why did we move? Yeah. it does. It doesn't make any sense. Also, kind of side note, but Ben hasn't come back yet, question mark. <laughs> Oh, you know, do you think it's possible that Ben came back and was like, guys, I'm going to bed. And so they oh. moved so that he could sleep. Kind of like a roommate thing. Yeah, I I think that's very plausible. Let's say that that's what it is. Let's say that that's... Do you like how we've written, like, the B movie of this movie? <laughs> because Shonda just left so many openings. Is it supposed to... Are we supposed to, like, infer that? I... I don't think we're. I think we're supposed to not question it. We're just supposed to be like, "Oh, look, they're outside now." I do want to um, once again shout out Brittany's hair and makeup team yeah. 
Because, okay, so she had her hair all done for the uh, karaoke show. Right. And it has gotten progressively flatter. Yeah. Like, she had it, like, crimped. And it's gotten progressively flatter as this night that they are experiencing has worn on. So it still has the crimp to it, but it doesn't have the volume. Okay. Like, when they got to the hotel and she was apologizing to Ben. Right. It had started to fall. Right. And then it stayed fallen when she was dancing and it's it's gotten progressively more and more like flat and limp realistically or no no very realistically yeah very realistically like the the hair and makeup team did a good job with that okay because that's exactly what her hair would be doing at this point in this very very long night cool that's awesome that they did that yeah i thought we were shouting them out for continuing to make her look unrealistically like fantastic well that too (laughs) but like when they're when they're down on the in the like courtyard or whatever she's got her hair like pulled back yeah but it still has the crimping in it it's not like all of a sudden you know her hair was straightened and you know pulled artfully up it's like just tossed back in a right claw clip or something Hmm. so a claw clip yeah claw clip for sure something that that late 90s early 2000s yep. would have been a thing yep uh, my last note is lucy doesn't hold any grudge for her mom and she says she knows her mom wants to see her yes i have a couple notes of this story so lucy somehow they transition to lucy talking about when her mom left <laughs> kit so yeah my mom sucks and i'm really glad to be i was always really glad to be away from her lucy how's your mom well i i hate being away from her <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean kind of <laughs> Um, so at one point, I feel like she calls her dad Poppy Hmm. or, or it might've been. So what she said was Poppy wouldn't say anything about it. Pop. He wouldn't say anything about it. That's gotta be what it was. But the way she said it was Poppy wouldn't say really thing about like, can I say though, I like Poppy way more than pop. Yeah. It's better. (laughs) Um, she says that her parents fought all the time. Yeah. Wasn't. Didn't we learn in a previous minute that she was three when her mom walked out? Yeah. So how does she... Is she just repeating her dad Things saying that, that they said, fought yeah. all the time? Yeah. Because be. she says it like she remembers it. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess... Like, she either remembers her mom or or she remembers the fighting. It sort of feels like... No, she either remembers her mom and the fighting or she doesn't remember her mom and asked, and has asked her dad. It doesn't feel like both of those things can be true. Yeah. And it feels like this movie is trying to make us think that both of those things are true. And like if she was six when her mom left, I would buy it. Right. But they like, I mean, I realize that I, you know, she's probably 18 in this movie. I'm significantly further along in my life. So I don't remember what happened when I was three. But like if you if you ask my kids, you know, if they remember a specific thing from when they were three. Right. Unless it's like, you know, do you remember when we went to Disney World? Right. The only time you've ever been to Disney World, something like that, they might remember. Things that you've seen pictures of, things that you've heard stories about. Right. But if you say something like, you know, do you remember this person that you haven't seen since you were three? They're not going to... Well, they, I mean, they might. I, I have memories of, of... I have very early really? memories. Yeah. Oh, I don't. And Kristen doesn't either. Kristen's first memory is of her, like, bopping along uh, to a song that they were singing in first grade to go throw something away on the last day of school. Like, 
Yeah, I think my earliest memory is like playing house in kindergarten. Yeah. We had like a a house area of the classroom with like a toy kitchen and stuff. Yeah. And I have a vague memory of playing house. Yeah. I I have like pre preschool memories and stuff. Yeah, I don't um, I don't. So I mean maybe so, ma- so maybe maybe be. that is possible but and it's just not something that occurred to me. But it's it's not even like is it possible? I'm like I think fine. Okay, whatever. But she has previously the previous times we've heard her talk to Pop about mom, mother. Yes, mother. Is when she says like she doesn't say like what was she like, but like did she ever say anything about me or has she ever tried to contact me or whatever? Yeah. I guess has she ever tried to contact me is not mutually exclusive with I remember them fighting. I guess it it could be that she remembers them fighting and also doesn't know what happened to her mom. I guess that's fine. Yeah. Um, it just the the whole thing feels a little weird to me. I also think that if if like like a fighting like a trauma mm-hmm. can be a, can be more memorable than like do you remember that one time we went to um the the cabin? I guess that's true. I I think that just just by way of explanation. I think it's I think that we have sort of assumed we the audience. I mean, uh-huh. you and I specifically, but like we the audience have been led to believe that she remembers virtually nothing about her mom. Right. So to have this revealed that she remembers them fighting feels incongruous, even if it's not technically incongruous. Right. So it feels sort of like they should have made more of a big deal about, I remember when mom left, or I cried so hard when mom left that I kept this locket, or something. Right. So to, we can establish, like, so she isn't, like, talking about how I remember mom and dad fighting so cash. Yeah. Because this is the first time we're hearing about right. it. Right. Yeah. Well, and then she puts this story on it where she says, I think that what happened is that she just walked out one day. Yeah. And she wanted to come back. But she kept put like, she didn't know how. Yeah. And then so much time had gone by that she just couldn't. Right. And so she wants to see me, but she's scared and doesn't know how to do it. Hmm. Do you think that there's something to a parallel with what she did to go on this road trip? Do you think that she has mm-hmm. she's come into some new empathy for her mom because she also basically pieced out in the middle of the night on Pop and was sort of like, I got to go do this. I got to leave. Maybe. I think it's more... I think it's more that she, you know, she wants to know about her mom. Her dad won't talk to her about her mom. So she's had to come up in her head with reasons why her mom has stayed away. Like they had a big fight and she left. Right. And she didn't want to go back while she was still mad. Right. And then she kept being mad. So she stayed away. And then when she wasn't mad anymore... It was too too much time had gone by. Yeah. It, I mean, she's like telling a story to herself to justify it. <laughs> it's Optimus James. Yeah. It's the it's the you know the, when, I I don't know if I've done it in Crossroads minute, but in Newsies minute, I kept being like Optimus James has to believe yeah. that this is true or else the world is too dark for me right. to go through. Um. It's 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 like I need to think of sort of like a scenario that is believable but also explains it. And I need to just hitch every 
hope and dream I have to that explanation. Right. Because what other reason, what other reason could my mother have for not wanting to be a part of my life? Right. Other than she doesn't know how. Right. Yeah. Which is, I mean, totally valid. Sure. Absolutely. Um, This movie feels like it doesn't know how serious it wants to be. Yeah. It's a weird movie. It's, I'm like, I'm enjoying it, but I'm enjoying different aspects of it for different reasons yeah like, i think that this is there there's some emotional resonance for the past two minutes yeah and we're gonna get more next week because yeah. mimi hasn't told us her story right and we have to move locations again and, and ask her hey mimi what are some feelings you've ever had <laughs> right <laughs> i think it's really interesting and i like to think that this was hey optimus james here he is sure i like to think that this is intentional and that Shonda, Dave, Shonda Rhimes did this on purpose. But so Kit has a big problem with her mom who is in her life. Right. Lucy has a big problem regarding her mom who is not. Sure. Mimi's about to be one. That's true. It's almost like she's getting like pre-Scrooge's ghosts. Yeah. Of like, look, you stay in the kid's life, you could screw her up. You leave in the kid's life, you could screw her up. I don't know what you're going to do. Yeah. It's not a hopeful conversation. It's really not. I kind of feel, (laughs) I love how Optimus James is like, here's this bleak thing I thought of. The Optimist part is that it's an intentional thing that that the writer did. I. As opposed to, that the writer presented this bleak thing. (laughs) Sure. I do think that you might be giving Shonda just a touch too much credit given everything else that we know about. All of this script. That's and and that's and that's Optimus James, classic Optimus James. Yeah. Kaj. What? Classic Optimus James. Okay. Yep. Thank you. I was. I thought you were like adding that as like a suffix. No. And I'm like, what? James Kaj. <laughs> like, that that's classic op- Optimus Jamesage for you. Oh, I but, see. But but like. With an extra hard C in there. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what are you doing. <laughs> right. That, hey, fair. <laughs> Um, you know what I'm doing? Social media? Yes. Awesome. Do it. <laughs> we have a Twitter account that we monitor for this show. Monitor? That we have we have <laughs> we have a Twitter account for this show. And it is at crossroads underscore min. <laughs> uh we also have individual Twitter accounts. Mine is at unabashed James. I monitor at unabashedly Aaron. <laughs> oh now you have to keep it in. <laughs> I know I plan to. <laughs> You kidding? I'm not going to cut something like that. <laughs> Especially your react. I love it when you say something and then react to the thing that you said. That's one of my favorite things, and I always try to leave it in if I can. Fair, fair. Um, we're also on the Scavengers Network. Uh, you can support the Scavengers Network at patreon.com slash the Scavengers Network. I think, yeah, it's already... So Scavenger Scramble has already happened. Yes, we forgot to... No, we no, didn't... We, re- we, did. we didn't forget. All of my other shows forgot to tell you about it. Right. But not this not one. Not this one. But... If you aren't already a supporter of, of the Scavengers Network Patreon, one thing that happened was that several of the of the Scavenger Scramble shows got posted to Patreon the week before the Scramble. That's true. As a special sneak preview. So that's the kind of thing we do. We also post lots of bonus content every month, including either Aaron or me or both of us, depending on the month. Uh, posting either a newsletter by one of us or recommendations by both of us, just like we did with the Newsies Minute Unabashedly Obsessed newsletters. Yep. But there's lots of audio content coming out um, every month, and it's really, really cool. And 
I get so excited about all of the different shows doing bonus content and and mixing together and doing bonus content with other people and stuff like that. So patreon.com slash the scavengers network at $2 a month. You can get uh, all the bonus content you want. Yep. That's going to do it for the week. It sure is. We're going to dive deep into Mimi. I'm going to take that. Oh yeah. Please take that one again. Mimi's, probably gonna say some depressing shit at the beginning of next week so come on back for that can confirm (laughs) hey aaron yes james what's the worst thing that ever happened to you we will (laughs) the scavengers network creator driven community focused treasured content